stuff weekly and we're getting used to it speaking of uh disgusting acts uh the, the number one disgusting act on my mind this week is tj inexplicably starting darius shepherd who put up 2.1 points over tanyan the obvious choice starting tight end tj just unwilling to put it plug in a tight end at the flex it's like tj doesn't know that aaron Rodgers loves tight ends i mean you think tj knows a little bit about the green bay packer he's a fan he has like a um, gas station hat for him um, a knockoff ripoff nfl jersey of adams who doesn't play by the way another week of tj under 80 tanyan had three touchdowns tony three touchdowns he was the number one target he was killing it uh well that that was uh the, really the story of the game if tj starts tanyan he beats me as a result I'm 4-0, sitting on top of the league, baby. Let's just talk about Friday. It's a victory Friday for you and I. You yes. Guess who had the most points for this week? Yes, Tony. Although one of us is 4-0 and and the other one is 1-3. and I've had a tough schedule. We discussed this earlier in, uh, via text. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if tough schedule explains it all away, but I am happy for you. You finally got on the board. I'm happy you beat Aaron uh, and making leaving me all by myself at the top of the league. It felt good to get that off my, my back, that monkey off my back. Um, but, yeah, Aaron's a fraud, man. He's really the Chicago <laughs> Bears. I mean, I, I guess he technically is because they're, what, now 4-1, and one, so it works out pretty well, or 3-1. and one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Aaron's one of those teams that I think could hang around, get in the playoffs, probably won't win the championship, but I, I don't know. I mean, he's 3-1. and one. It's a good start. There's a lot of middling teams. Let's be real. I mean, there's I mean, you a lot got, of good teams losing. You got the super uh, predator, super fat Mike Carrier just putting up just – abysmal numbers um he's he's by far the worst um other than that i mean it's, it's kind of opening even i'm in that mix i'm i'm starting to uh, you're, you're middling tony i'm middling and, and bottom middling and i bottom middling and i'm uh a power bottom really i mean the, the way i see it is i think there's about five teams that are good everybody yeah. else is middling and then there's two teams that are just absolute <laughs> basement trash yeah, I mean, and subjected to change with injuries and shit. I mean, this is going to be a weird year. I mean, if there's one thing I know, it's that Tyler's ne- never digging himself out of that grave. No, he's fucked. He's, he's projected something like 55 points this week. Ah, oh, Jesus, rough. It's rough. I mean, it's just, I've never seen somebody completely blow their entire fantasy season on one trade like that. Well, I found him the right spot, the sweet spot. And I, you know, I got some mustard out of the boy. It'll help, I think, when he gets Cam Newton back. But I mean. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it didn't kill. It didn't help that he. Um, Got Barkley, and yeah, that might have favored my side, but he's completely out for the year, so he's com- he pretty much gave me you know those guys for nothing. I mean, speaking of that trade, really, you can't predict that. It's obviously you won the trade by a mile. That's I mean, yeah, but, big, big part by injury. But I will say, Kenyon Drake is not as productive as I thought he was going to be. That motherfucker hasn't done shit. I picked up Chase Edmonds because I I maybe see a changing in the guard coming. I really want to chase Edmonds. I'm not going to lie this time. I mean, I had a whole like list of three guys I wanted. to I did too. Yeah, Justin Jackson, Chase Edmonds, and I forget. Oh, uh, Dearness Johnson, who you did get. That's literally what I did. Maybe we'll talk trade later tonight. Trade bait. Trade rape. 
Uh, next up, uh, so I so I took care of TJ with TJ's just dumbass decision making. Um, really, my team wasn't great other than George Kittle, but man, he looked awesome in his first game. Yeah, back. Kittle saved you that night. I'm sure it was that Sunday night game that really it must have felt really great. Oh my god! It. And just to see it, even if I would have lost, it would have felt great seeing him come back from injury. Yeah. Be the clear number one option yep. on that team. He's even getting end of rounds. And he also had two quarterbacks throwing to him that night, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And it didn't matter. I mean, he's just a beast. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, not, and we talked a little bit about your game already, but uh, Aaron, Aaron got a tough week again from Dobbins. I thought that was going to be a slam dunk. I think J.K. Dobbins at this point might be droppable. I don't know about droppable, but he's definitely a bench stash. Yeah. If, on my team, I have Jerry Judy, who's like but, that guy I don't want to drop it. I'll never start. And I'm kind of thinking that might be the case for Aaron, too. He needed uh, J.K. Dobbins to really go off just to do anything because now he's got, like, he's got, I mean, Kamara's been putting up double running back numbers, let's be real. But yeah. He has a good receiver core, good he's, white receiver core. He's got nobody else besides, you know, Kamara. You know, I thought really AJ Green was gonna was gonna step up, but uh, it looks like T Higgins that is really becoming jo- uh, Joe Burrow's favorite target. And I'm liking it. I picked him up. I got him starting this week. We'll see how that pans out. Yeah, the T they're T Higgins a rookie, correct? Yeah, he's from so, Clemson. So, yeah, so they actually played each other in the national championship game. It's funny they had such a big rapport. You know, they're linking up. I mean, it works out. He's yeah, he's not liking. Um, um, AJ Green, like you said, at all. I mean, I get Tyler Boyd, I get that, but yeah, the emergence, the emergence of uh, T Higgins is happening right now. Yeah, just it's just a question of how many how many marbles do you want to put in the Cincinnati basket every week? They're throwing the ball around. They're letting they're letting Joe cook. So I mean, let's do it. I mean, I'm kind of in that same situation with Terry McLaurin, where he's a great receiver. Well, you you saw that um, Haskins is bench now, right? He's yeah, actually third I, I, on the depth chart. I don't know if that's going to help or hurt. But McLaurin is so good. I mean, I don't know if it matters. He's definitely by far the number one option there. Yeah, running or passing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's number one. Period. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, and Gibson is is starting to come around a little bit. Yeah, he's supposed to be like kind of jet, you know, jack of all trades kind of guy. I'm really. I mean, I hate to say it. I, me and you were both really high on Haskins coming out, but I, I don't think you can say Washington sucks anymore. I don't think that team is that bad. The weird and thing Haskins is, my understanding awful. was last week Haskins had a pretty good game, like 300. 300 yards, I believe, and uh, no interceptions. That was his best game so far, and I just don't think Ron Rivera in that camp wants anything to do with them. They want to do, go their own way. Yeah, maybe, so maybe an attitude in, problem. I don't know. They're bringing in Kyle, uh, the guy from uh, Carolina. Yeah, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen's going to And obviously starter. they got Alex Smith there waiting in the yeah, wings. he's going to be sucking. You know, I mean, that NFC East is not out of reach. That might for be no, one. For anybody. It's, yeah. it's wide it's, Everybody's wide open. I mean, if I, I – like, just now that Haskins is out, he was by far the biggest obvious problem with yeah. Washington. I could see them winning that division. And that defense is pretty good, man. It's pretty damn good. I mean, their offensive line isn't a disaster like everybody thought they would be losing Trent Williams. Exactly. I mean, that. I honestly, the eye test, that might be the best team in the NFC East. I'm, I'm going to say it's Dallas, but I, I could see them at two. I'm, I'm not loving Philly with Wentz. Wentz has got, like, the Yeats or, or the Yitz or whatever. Wentz, looked, Wentz did look good on Monday, though. Yeah. He really did. I mean. This is, yeah, that's a stout D, right? I mean, even if you're missing, isn't both out? But uh, the Eagles? No, they're playing San Francisco. I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bose is out. Um, Solomon Thomas is out. Yeah. So yeah, I they're, mean, they're really banged up. They are really banged up. But I mean, I th- I thought Wentz, you could tell he was really playing for his job and his life. I think uh, uh, that Monday. Yeah, night he's game. got Jalen Hurts breathing down his neck. They said they did. They you know he, they drafted him not to replace him, but I mean, it's starting to make sense now, isn't it? You know, everybody dogs on Wentz, man. I really I, don't, I have a problem with Wentz. I mean, he's injury prone, so you definitely need a good backup. Yeah, I, I agree. I, can't I agree argue with that. that. But I agree with that. But I don't think Wentz has been as bad as everybody says. Maybe from a fantasy perspective, but I think just year, watching him, he's running for his life. He's like Daniel Jones. I think this year he's been pretty bad. I think that was obviously his best game of the of the year so far. 
how about that? One, two, and one after four weeks gets you first place in the NFC East. It does. They've been bad for a long time. But you know, some of these divisions that are really bad, you know, it's it, they turn around quickly. I mean, the AFC South was was the worst division in football for like six years yeah, in a row, and then they you know became one of the best for for a minute there, really. Yeah. Carolina. When Jacksonville was good? No, the AFC South. Oh, I'm sorry, AFC South. Yeah, yeah. When, I mean, now Tennessee's good. Jacksonville's maybe turning a little bit of a corner. Right. Indy's definitely, Indy. a, you know. Houston. Indy was a, I mean, yeah, Houston's probably the exception, but. Yeah. My but. point is just that, that a lot of times divisions can really turn around from being worst to first. Yeah. And it's not that uncommon. The NFC East has been so bad for so long. I, I, mean, I think definitely the uh, Giants are the worst in that division for sure. They're, I feel like they're still trending now and they're backpedaling, even even with get their their guy, I guess, with Daniel Jones. And I don't think Daniel Jones is that bad. Every time I watch, every time I watch a Giants game, I just look at him running for his life, and it's, I'm like, how can you possibly say he's bad when he, when he has no time? They got the worst. They have to have the worst O line in the NFL. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I, I mean, if that. if you're the Giants and you stumble upon a first round, the first pick or the second, you got to take, uh, you know. You might take uh, um, Trevor Lawrence if you get the first pick. Yeah, you know, I was having an interesting conversation about this with Aaron, and uh, really, you know, it's inter- it's probably going to be down to the Giants and the Jets. Aaron, the mystery owner? Yeah, okay. yeah, my alter ego. So I was actually talking to myself in the mirror. That makes sense. But, uh, no, I, I, we were talking about it, and it's kind of an interesting situation, you know, with the Jets or the Giants probably going to pick first. Either way, they're going to replace, you know, the, their young quarterback they drafted for the future. Exactly. I think the Giants probably could move on a little easier. I think the Jets have so much invested in Darnold. Right. But the Jets are just awful. But you got to imagine Gase is going to get fired. They're going to blow that whole thing up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it might be good for a new coach to but, start over. Like, I don't think – so Josh Rosen's another example. I don't think Josh Rosen's any good. I think there's there's a chance for Jones and Darnold. I don't think either of those guys are bad. Especially. Jones, yeah, I think. Well, I think with Darnold too. I mean, and um, Juju Smith-Schuster um, alluded to it a little bit in saying, you know, I'd like to have him here, and that would be a bad trading spot. You, you put him behind Big Ben, maybe a couple of years, and he can take over once Big Ben uh, rapes somebody again. That's really interesting, Daniel. Or uh, sorry, uh, Sam Darnold on the yeah, Steelers. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's a lot better than. Um, Rudolph or yeah, a racist boy? Duck, yeah. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> what a great name. You know, the thing with Rudolph is Rudolph was really good in college. Yeah, was he Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State, okay. yeah. He's, yeah, he was really good in college, but, uh, I mean, I, I think that Browns game really just sort of ended his career right there. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> that game was something else. I man. mean, he's just been on memes ever since. That was like XFL right there. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to our next game, uh, we got Matt E. and Fergie. Matt E. won by 10. Yep. Matt E, I had him number one on my depth chart. That hasn't really changed, or on my power rankings, I'm He's sorry. He's pretty solid. That hasn't changed. He This was his worst week, and he still put up over 100. So his issue, though, is he's going to be good going forward until CMC gets back because he's got Mike Davis as number two. That's so a, yeah, that's he's got no He's got no running back after that. He's he, screwed. He did just swing a trade, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, he traded him, Edelman for, who, a handcuff? Him, oh, Benny Snell. He, he traded you. Yeah, right. which is, you know, you're not going to be able to start both Pittsburgh running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from him, he's loaded at receiver. Oh, you know what? I messed that up because James Conner was on by. So he does have a running back to replace uh, Mike Mike Davis. So he's going to yeah, he's gonna have Cook and Conner or, or Snell either way. Well, he is starting Boyd at the flex, which isn't ideal. Uh, Boyd's been pretty good, I thought. He's, he's been decent, but do you really want to start him every week at your flex? I wouldn't. I'd much rather start, you he's know. He's number 20 in his position. I mean. That's a good team, man. Dalvin Cook. Galladay uh, and Ridley. That's pretty solid. Man. Yeah, Galladay and Ridley is good. I don't. His quarterback sucks, but I mean, that's something you can. It's something you can stream. I'm 4-0, and his quarterback is better than any yeah. of my quarterbacks. And he's got Le'Veon on the IR, so this is interesting. But this is what happens when, when you auto-draft. You auto-draft, yeah. yeah. And obviously we can't fault him. I wish we had got maybe somebody a little bit less competent. Yeah. 
you know, maybe like giving that team to Fergie and giving him Fergie's team or something yeah, like well, that. Fergie winning the league, he doesn't even know. He well, even no, know. I think I think Fergie would make a would make a crucial mistake, or we could have given it to the cock, who of course you know has just shown himself to be potentially the most incompetent ma- manager. Oh yeah, you know, starting guys like Scotty Miller, <laughs> but whatever. Inexcusable, um, inexcusable, TJ. But look at it, Fergie's Fergie's team. He still has a good squad. I mean, it's not horrible. I mean. Sanders kind of sucks at receiver in a sense. Jones has been good. I don't like, and also Miles Sanders. I'm not. I was never big on him to get go, but I get you got to take him. Yeah, I don't hate Miles Sanders. I mean, I, I there's a lot of, you know, as the starting running backs go, he's not great, but I'd much rather have him than a backup or a one B. No, I agree, and I feel with Miles Sanders that since you know Saquon at Penn State, they kind of thought he was the heir apparent, and it's just he's definitely not as good. I mean, yeah, but but he is the number. I mean, the clear cut number one. He does have Corey Clement. I didn't even know he was still playing. Yeah, but but you know, Miles Sanders is the number one in Philly. Yeah, no questions no, asked. Yeah, you know, no. Clement, Boston Scott, nothing happening there. Like, right? Miles Sanders is the guy. So even though he might not be on the best team, you know, it's kind of like how I have Terry McLaurin. Like, not on the best team, but he is the number one. But I mean, you got Mahomes and you got Diggs. I mean, you got you got some some uh, some boom guys here. So you, I mean, he's always got a chance every week. Yeah, if. if you know, it's hard. It's easy, of course, to look on from afar and say, oh, I would have done this different. I would have done this different. Right, and if I'm being honest, I absolutely would have started Gesicki. But it's like, man, you look at that start of Gesicki and you're like, if you would have put in almost anybody else, you would have beat one of the best teams in the league. Well, so. it's like, you know, back, that's why I'm glad I got a good tight end, even though I didn't draft one. I got a trade out of it. But every year, I'm like, I never have a tight end. I'm looking at this graveyard. And I'm like, one of these motherfuckers is going to go off. Like, I know. I got to pick. It's like playing uh, Minesweeper or whatever. I got to pick the right one. I, I completely agree. Does Fergie even listen to these pods, you think? I don't even think Fergie knows that, you know, we're people anymore. I mean, you know, he does set his lineups every week. He does shoot the occasional text, uh, you know, to the group. and right. say. I think he said that his quote this week was, Gesicki giveth and Gesicki taketh away. <laughs> Which is a great quote. <laughs> it is. That is sending photos <laughs> of the, like, massive amount of meat he cooks. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Vinny and Scott. This one just makes me happy down to my bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Vinny is 3-1, and one, but I've already beat Vinny head-to-head, so I'm really happy to so see him. So I will say, Scott. yeah, it's great that Vinny won, but this was a great week for Scott. You know why? Why? Nick Chubb went down. Ah, uh, yeah. So we got Kareem Hunt, the clear number one over there. Yeah, Gurley put up 18. Yeah, he had a great night, man. Cooks put up zero. I don't know why. Gurley was really the only one doing any offense in the game. In, in uh, the Atlanta-Green Bay game? Yeah, because yeah. it was such an ugly game. And- it was awful. I would, I, you know, I really thought about swing, trying to swing a trade for Julio early this year, and I'm really glad I didn't because I think his value is way above what he's actually going to produce. He's not, yeah, he's, it's, it's like Michael Thomas, Adams again this year. Adams, a fucking man made of paper mache. Yeah, I, I don't. The thing with Julio is that there's a lot of other usage in that offense. So I think if Julio's a little banged up, I know they go like, away from him. I like. I'm watching that game last week, and I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for Ridley to do something. I was waiting for Gage to do something in this. Weird name motherfucker was just going off. Oh, yeah, that random receiver they have. Something with an O and it ends with a Z or some shit. Yeah, I yeah, I know you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, he was killing me. The difference, I think, with Devontae, though, is that that Green Bay doesn't have anybody else. No so, even, so even if Devontae's banged up, they still have to go to him. Right. Uh, it's just, you know, nice for me playing TJ last week that he was banged up. Because I think if he was playing, there's a good chance I would have lost. Yeah, for the most part. Because I think a lot of those shares would have gone, that, that Tonyan guy would have gone to Adams. Yeah, exactly, yeah, I, I agree. Um, next up, we got Tyler and Matt K. This one was already kind of done. Tyler's just, oh, I feel bad for the Matt guy. Matt K almost like lapped him. You points. should feel bad for Tyler. I do. That's why I gave Noah Fan for free. And that shows you how bad your team is or was that you took his entire team and you've only won one game. Like I said, once again, you can't account for the um, Saquon Barkley injury. I mean, you add Saquon Barkley, 
he also just now lost Nick Chubb, so that's, that, that kills him. Kills him. And uh, Matt Kay walked away with this game by about 50 points. You know, um, this, you know, it's a guy I don't want to play. It wasn't pretty. Incoming message from the big giant head. Big the big giant head. God, his head is so massive, so bold, this man. You just can't get out of his way. He's just... He's running over everybody. He's t- still two and two, but I mean, shit. The boy's running wild. Yes, and uh, Tyreek Hill actually had a, a solid performance today or uh, last week. You know, he Matt is definitely one of those teams that I'm happy he lost to. You know, I'm happy that that uh, Mormon Matt beat him. Yeah. You know, I, I just I, I don't want. I'm gonna play him. I you know I'm just hoping that maybe there's some kind of chance he can stay out of the playoffs because that's somebody I do not want to play. He could be scary. You, got, you know, Derrick Henry without Derrick Henry still. Yeah. Gibson Burkhead. I mean, great, great week from Odell also went off. Yeah, that's not going to happen every week. Um, but, you know, I also don't think he's going to start Burkhead every week. Like, obviously, no. Derrick Henry's going to be back. Exactly. As Debo Samuel, uh, as Debo Samuel gets a little bit healthier. But he you also, know, you know, he, he, right. But he, he got Josh, Josh Allen, who's, who's having a fucking MVP season so far. So, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's kind of like, I think, how um, Bill's defense also great. I mean, he's not, he's not going to start Hunter Renfro. There's no way. But. Just, I think just like Scott sort of rode uh, Lamar to the to the championship last year, I'm yeah. really worried that Matt might do something similar. I think he'll I think he'll go down a little bit in perform production, but I mean, I think he's still going to have a great season. I mean, Diggs was huge for him. Yeah, I don't see Diggs doing that every week either. Right. I mean, um, Diggs right now is a top five player. Yeah, clear. Is he really? I believe so. Oh top my, five receiver. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I did not know that. Um Definitely, I think this, you know, like I said, OBJ not going to put up 33 every week. No, 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 no chance. That was, that was his best performance of the year, I guarantee you. Yeah, and I mean, he's not going to have, what, 70-yard end-arounds or whatever yeah, the hell that then, was. Uh, yeah, and then, would he have two, three touchdowns? I mean, shit. Two, three beers. He could, yeah, exactly, like TJ. But he caught, like, a touchdown from Landry, I believe. I mean, shit. I mean, you know, you look at this lineup on paper, it's not great. Hunter Henry's not creaming the crop. Hunter Renfro should never be started in any lineup Hunter Henry ever. is actually pretty good when he's healthy. And that, it, that Chargers offense is just boring. With Herbert, though, it's a lot better, and he's named the starter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like Herbert, but he's still a rookie. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't, my point is Henry's not a top-five tight end. You know, he started Burkhead and Renfro and, and squeaked a win out, you know? Yeah. Um, he's definitely weak at flex, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's definitely a team to watch out for. If, if Aaron Jones goes down, he's going to be dangerous. Um, if Dalvin Cook goes down, he's going to be dangerous. Yeah, he's, pretty, he's stashing, which is smart. Yeah. Mo- oh, I forgot. Mostert is uh, he is on his IR right now. I think Mostert's back, isn't he? Or Mostert? Oh, maybe he is. Yeah, this is. I'm looking at the last week's score. So he was hurt last yeah. week. Acres is trash. Might as well drop him now. You think so? I mean, he hasn't really played yet, so I don't think we know if Cam Acres is I trash. Know, I don't know. I don't know who, who to trust in that in that system right now. With those yeah, backs. I'll, I'll say I was really killing myself for letting go of Daryl Henderson, but after watching him put up three point seven points yeah. in his starting lineup last week, I'm like, it's, ah, maybe it's it a coin flip at this point. And that's kind of what I thought it was going to be going forward. I just thought that I thought Malcolm Cam, Brown was going to be the the number one as the start, and I thought Cam Akers would just take over and then you know fulfill that whole position. But. And, and I don't think there's going to be any clarity from that backfield all year. No, and they're actually pretty good this year too. So they're better for Yeah, they really are. That defense is legit. Jalen Ramsey's fucking people's girlfriends, or uh, fucking people's sisters. sisters. And then getting pregnant and getting their asses kicked by Golden Tate, yes. I don't know about asses kicked. Something tells me Jalen Ramsey would probably win that fight. Jalen Ramsey's a little bitch. Yeah, but so so is Golden Tate, kind of. Golden Uh, Tate. Golden Tate's a little... I'd take Golden Tate in that fight. All right. Final game of of the week, uh, John and Mike... um, you know, I would say who cares, but you know, I'm, you know, John's not a bad team. No, two and two. 
I mean, and you know, we talk about John every week, so I, we don't need to rehash it. But you know, he's got he's got your draft pick at starting quarterback, which is a smart pickup. I mean, Joe Burrow's is really putting it together. Yeah, yeah, he is. But I mean, what is the highest that Mike's put up this season? Do we even know? I mean, is this is a high sixty nine point five. Maybe you put up an eighty one week. I mean, yeah, I think that, that's about his ceiling. This is a whole drafted team. I like uh, Mo Ali Cox. Uh, that sounded bad, but I like, <laughs> I like his tight end right there. Tony likes Allie Cox. Uh, I like Allie Cox, but he's, he's, he's been pretty good, man. Allie, Cox. Yes. Um, um, yeah. What happened? But it, it was a, you know, it was a pretty interesting week. I think, you know, the big upsets. I don't know if you could call me beating TJ an upset because obviously he had a couple of guys go oh, down me, with injuries. Me beating Tom's Turkey Bastards. Yeah, you putting up 125 was, I think, the biggest surprise of the week. It was beautiful. The, uh, Oh, Vinny and Scott, that was a big upset, too. This is too. why I want we, – we need to try to do this next year is where we do um, put a little extra money on the side and highest paid each week gets a little kicker, you know? Or yeah. high, highest points for it gets a little kicker. Uh, Mormon Matt would definitely be winning that That's so okay. far this year. I, I think, think he's had highest three of the four weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I have this week, so. Two of the four. Two of the four, sorry, yeah, two of the four. Mormon Matt seems to be in contention for that every week, so I definitely got to watch out for – Fucking Fuckman. Fucking Fuckman. What a great name. All right, guys. Well, that is the end of the week four wrap-up. And next up, we got everybody's favorite segment, uh, Suicide Watch of the Week. Uh, you know, there's some discussion between us about should it be Tyler. We said we've already done him twice in a week. Tyler or twice just, in a row. He's, he's, he's easy picking. It's fucking a dead bird. He's low-hanging gay butt fruit. It's real gay fruit. It's just like it's just like coconut shaped like butts. I mean, now he loses Nick Chubb. Flamboyant. Unbelievable. Yeah, his team is, is horrible. Absolute awful. I mean, he was a projected, I think, 55 this week. And we thought about Scott, but Scott lost and got better by Chubb getting hurt. So it's like, all right. It's bullshit. So, so, so there, there's only one option left. That's some big news. The amount of bush lattes I was drinking doing these videos, uh, I just wasn't able to keep up anymore. I was, you know, I had one fridge, filled that baby up, got a second fridge, filled that up, still wasn't enough. I got a third fridge, same story, different fridge, that baby filled up, wasn't enough. And so finally just was like, you know what, I gotta put my big boy pants on, gotta make an investment. I really gotta take this thing to the next level because... Well, uh, Mike has, uh, he's pulled his big boy pants down. He spread those cheeks and he's just become an absolute train station for everyone in the league to come stop in at. His team is so bad. And the worst part is he drafted it. He drafted it. There's no auto draft excuse this time. And he ran out of bush light today, but he, he replenished it with, I believe two racks. I mean, that looked like my fridge when I was like 19 years old. You know, and, and the reason why Mike made the list, other than being, you know, the worst team in the league, is that he lost Austin Eckler, who is probably his best skill position player. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, I don't know what he's going to run with at this point. I mean, you got Miles Gaskin, who would probably make it off my bench one out of every three weeks. And yeah. he's got CEH, who is a 1A and a very diverse offense. And he's, that's it. He's got two-leg Greg Ward. I mean, this guy does not have any I've never even legs. heard of Greg Ward. Greg Ward is like some like homeless man that uh, they picked up outside of Philly. Picking up trash, um, and they have him, and he's, he's living in the stadium now. I guess it's kind of like in Rudy, like the, the, the uh, yard keeper. He lives in the stadium. So you think, think they're just up. they're just letting him pay his rent by uh, catching a few passes on Sundays? He, yeah, he's literally not paying anything. They've they've made an agreement. There's an agreement going on. He's living underneath like the scoreboard. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, Mike, Mike, you're our suicide watch of the week, but I hope you got four fridges full of lattes because you're going to need it the rest of this fantasy season. Especially eating all those alley cocks. <laughs> How many alley cocks? Uh, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the Butt Stuff Weekly podcast. Have you been injured in an accident or a slip and fall? 
call me Walt Warsh. I'll try my best. I got hit by a city bus, and Walt got me some of the money I asked for. I got arrested for drunk driving. I got found guilty and served six months. But I could tell Walt tried as hard as he could. He even cussed when we lost. Call 313 Walt tries. I'm Walt Warsh, and I try my best. Steve Miller band, one of my favorites. One of TJ's favorites too, I believe. Yeah, I think didn't he start Steve Miller this week? It was it Steve Miller. I know he's a smoker, he's a joker, he's a midnight smoker. Definitely smoked something at midnight. Um, Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller, that's he's right. That's right. Getting his favorite guy up is um alter ego Scotty Miller. Or Scotty Farrell, I'm sorry. Thought he's fucking me up. With uh Lamar Miller, also on his bench. Scotty Miller puts up zero. Did he even play at all? Uh did he put up zero point what? Zero. Oh, 0. 0.0. That's right. I, I don't mean, know if he saw the field. He was fluff, he's fluffing Brady on the sidelines, right? With his mouth. He's at the right height. I think, was he like four foot six? Yeah. Perfect for Brady for fluffing. Yeah. Good fluffing height. You know, what TJ failed to realize when he picked the short white guy on Brady's team only works for Jews. Definitely Jews. And what would Miller be? Is that Irish? I don't even know. Yeah. It's not Jewish, though. No, it's sure. not. It's not. Um, but yeah, that was a bad play. Um, we have to harass him more about starting or having um, Lamar Miller, who hasn't played in two years. He's on the practice squad on his bench. He thinks he's going to take over Ty Montgomery. Uh, Staunchly defends Lamar Miller. Yeah, he's going to take over Montgomery. Montgomery, mind you, had a pretty good game, I thought, against a really stout defense in Tampa Bay. Yeah, second year, second year running back, drafted highly, clearly going to give way to uh, to thirty year old Lamar Miller. <laughs> yeah, forty year old maybe. Um, well, let's look at our game. Um, TJ, TJ, and myself, uh, Radford, Rudabakers, TBTs. Um, TJ did sneak Amari Cooper back in the starting lineup, unfortunately. There was some hush-hush uh, discussion about he might miss it. I know. There was some serious hush-hush. Deontay Johnson, he's, he's going to live by Deontay Johnson, Devontae Parker. Um, he's going to live by the Ke- Keelan Cole Sr., who the fuck that is. Um, you know what, though? Devontae Parker is solid. Devontae Parker is yeah. solid. Deontay Johnson is not. Keelan Cole is not. Um but uh, looking at this game, I, I'm going to pick myself. I think I already have a, an advantage. I know you probably might as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick you as well. I, I like your team. I like T. Higgins being plugged into the starting lineup. But what scares me the most is so you always have an overreaction on Thursday Night Football. Obviously, this is probably a bigger one because he literally just put up a big old goose egg. Took a big old white flag and waved it at receiver right there. Yeah, well, they had him on fluff duty. You know, I mean, it's probably more important to fluff than to catch passes. Someone's got to keep Tom Brady's cock warm. Yeah, I'm going to go with you as well. Um, you got some pretty nice-looking matchups. Um, Chris Carson against Minnesota is good. Kenny and Drake against the Jets is good. Chark against Houston's good. Um, yeah, you, you got some good stuff going for you. I think I'm going to take you. I like the Cardinals' D against the Jets. Um, you know, Rod- Rodrigo Blankenship, you know, definitely I would say in the top five for MVP voting this year. Absolute stud. I mean, you got to put him over. I mean, at this point – Put him over Aaron Rodgers, right? I think so. Yeah, put him over Aaron Rodgers. I'd say I'd say the MVP race right now is probably Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, and Rodrigo Blankenship. And, the, the, and, and sorry for you, but you're you're a young Hoku. Um, he was probably the front runner, and he got hurt. Yeah, tragic um, injury. Yeah, my uh, my old girl's tripping. Young Hoku, Chiku. Uh, next up, we got Ferg against uh, Aaron Tom's turkey baster. 
Yep. So Ronald Jones, 12.5, pretty solid performance for himself. Uh, he gets seven on his defense, which is always good. Yeah, Last... those are middle-of-the-road numbers. Not going to hurt you, not going to help you. But I've been, been burned by defense trying to steam, and, man, negative points the last couple weeks. So I'll take seven every time I can get it. 12.5, Ronald Jones is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Miles Sanders scares me, though. Um, Juju kind of scares me. I love Steph Diggs. Ingram, hate him. Hate him. Yeah, I, I hate Ingram, too. I uh, guess Dallas might have a little bit of a chance, but I, I also hate Ingram. Um, you know, we were, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. We had a little bit of a pod segment that had to get deleted. Mm. But uh, but we, we were talking about Ronald Jones really kind of looking like a stud, you know. Um, he looks really good. I think he has fumbleitis, but he looks he runs good, man. He runs good. I, you know, we, you know USC products, he's, he's one of the few USC products that has really kind of made it. Yeah, and uh, well, he's got Juju Smith-Schuster. But yeah, I've always hated USC products, especially of late. I feel like most of them haven't panned out, especially the Lions fan. We've seen him get, we get burned by receiver. Mike Williams comes to mind. Um, yeah. I, I will say, I remember watching Mike Williams in college. And he was absolutely spectacular. Right. And uh, so was Roy Williams. And, yeah, uh, that's true. So on and so forth. But all right, so we're looking at, at Aaron. He finally got um, J.K. Dobbins out of the lineup. He's putting Justin Jackson, which is – I mean, that might be the – That might be worse. The one that – I don't know about that. J.K. Dobbins, I don't even know if he's touched the football right now. Um, all white receiving core again. And couple or, uh, couple of that with a white tight end, which is, you know, is what it is. Um, but I think in this game, I'm going to go ahead and go with Fergie. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Aaron in this game. I, I'm really back and forth. I could, I think this is actually going to end up being one of the closest games of the week. I'm just going to go with Aaron just to have a little bit of a difference between me and you. Right. Um, I, I, not, I don't feel strongly about it. I'm just looking at Phelan and Cup, maybe a little advantage over Juju and Diggs, but not much. Yeah. Um, clearly the big running back advantage. Wow, I don't, even that's hard to say. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Aaron, it's I a think. Co- it really is a coin flip, but, I mean, Aaron does have the best running back. He's, he's got the best player. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron has the number one player in fantasy, in fantasy I think. fantasy, exactly. Let's yeah. say Mahomes is a better player on the field, but yeah, fantasy-wise, Kamara's been killing it. With Michael Thomas back, that might change real quickly. You know, one thing I'm looking at Aaron's uh, team, though, and, I, and what I'm seeing is a big red cue next to Lamar Jackson's name. I think you're, you're reading way too into that. They're going to bring RG3 out in the field with him and his, um, his walker. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I just Obviously, that would be disaster for Aaron if, uh, if Lamar is, is hurt in oh, any he's, way. He's, he's fucked. Yeah, I, another thing I do really love about Aaron's team this week is uh, Patriots D against Denver. I think that's a fifteen to twenty point potential right there. Well, yeah, with no quarterback over there, it should be pretty good. And that defense—I looks- mean, the Jets put up like twelve points against Denver. That defense looks good too in New England. I didn't think it was a repeat. I dropped them obviously, but I'm, I'm going to go to the streaming option. But New England D looks good, man. Yeah, no, they really do. Even even with Gilmore out, I think they'll still be good. And that D line, whatever cast of hobos they bring in. They always they always produce. There was some chatter about uh, maybe Gilmore being some sort of a hitman. Uh, he was seen coughing on Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and you see, obviously you saw in the press or on the sideline you saw um, Bill Belichick drinking orange juice through his his um, his weird beak mask. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they implanted embedded uh, Gilmore with COVID and obviously transferred it all. Some sort of an assay. You think they could maybe do have done a less important player, but. Well, Knowing, well, eh, yeah, knowing Bill Belichick, he probably um, they never suspect it. He probably got super COVID and like just something that like you know it's like a brain eating infection and just it just kills Mahomes. You know what's interesting is that uh, ESPN has this win probability right now. This is at fifty one percent to Fergie right now, so right. you can tell it's going to be a really close game. Projected within two points versus mine and TJ's was at fifty six, and I'm projected to win by I believe about twelve or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so next up, we go to game of the week. There's two games of the week this week, but uh, first game of the week we're going to do is me and Scott. Um, normally, I would say this is a pretty fair matchup, all things being equal, but taking into account the 
Matt, the uh, individual matchups here, I, I, you know, Murray and Hopkins against the Jets, James Robinson against the Texans, uh, yeah. Hayden Hurst against Carolina. Scott, once again, a beautiful, beautiful matchup again. Yeah, I mean, he just just kind of lucked out this week, you know. I mean, all of his best this players. This week, isn't it just been a constant thing? Well, he is two and two. This, this, uh, I mean, it's true, but I'm saying just looking at his players' matchups, I feel like they've had like uh, favorable matchups. Uh, obviously, he's got Kareem Hunt now, the uh, bell cow going on there. Yeah, they, they, Kareem Hunt is going against Indy. That's tough. It's, that's a stout D right Yeah, there. but he is also the, now the unquestioned number one in a pretty high-powered offense in Cleveland. I'm hoping that's not the case because I have Dearness De- uh, Johnson. Great name, Dearness. My phone is having real trouble spelling that one. Yeah, hopefully, maybe if you're lucky, Kareem Hunt will punch a woman this week and uh, yeah, get yeah, suspended. Right. He gets locked in an elevator with a bunch of women. It's just not going to be good. Um, uh, yeah, I think I would take Scott over me. You know, the only real big advantage I have, I Kittle. think, is at tight end. Kittle, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, and defense. I'm but. going Scott as well. I mean, there's, there's no if, fans of butt about it. But, I mean, fantasy's fucked, man. You can win that one. You never know. I don't think it's a landslide victory. I think he wins by like eight or nine. Yeah, or I would agree with that. But I, I, could, I could see you winning it. You know, I think what might save me maybe if um, if Michael Thomas goes down. Uh, right, right. That, that's about it. I, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot on his bench in the way of uh, receivers, so I, I would say maybe maybe I'd get lucky. Maybe Michael Thomas doesn't play. But other than that, I think Scott's probably going to take, take it by probably about 10 points. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Scott has 53% win probability. Not that that necessarily means I, I'm looking at all the win probabilities. I mean, the highest is mine. I just, I don't really, I'm not taking into account. I'd also take into account the um, ESPN projections to wins. Yeah, those are ridiculous, huh? I love the, yeah, I love the Watson trade values. They're like, here, give your starter for three scrubs. Yeah, yeah, insane. I, I hate that. It's like, it's like they do Fergie math, where they just they just take into account the total number yeah, of points per exactly. game with no regard to position. You're getting like three quarterbacks for, um, you know, your starting running back. It's great. Uh, next up, game of, the, game of the Week version two is uh, Matt v. Matt. Definitely an exciting one here, but the first thing I see when I look at this matchup is I see Josh Allen and Teddy Bridgewater. And that's a huge advantage uh, towards MAGA Bitcoins. But to be fair... Let's look at the matchups here. He's got Tennessee. Tennessee's got a pretty good defense. Josh Allen's going against, obviously. Um, Bridgewater gets the Falcons, which is terrible. Be, and it's good. They're two shit squads. Aren't they both fighting? No. They're two and two. Yeah. Carolina's two and two. Which, make, which makes me really happy because that means that McCaffrey has, has all the incentive to come back. That's going to, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a shootout, and that means Teddy Bridgewater should have thrown out five yard out routes. He's going to be throwing out 15 to 20 yard passes. It's going to be a shootout, boys. <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. I still think you know, big advantage, Matt K. Um, you look at the running backs, definitely. I think, especially when you Quite, take the matchups yeah. into account, to Mormon, Matt, yeah, Dalvin doubt. Cook against Seattle, James Conner against Philly. But you got to give Matt K the um, the big head, um, <laughs> the wide receiver slide here with uh, Tyree Kill, Odell Beckham. I think it's a better matchup. I do like Calvin Ridley a lot, but Calvin Ridley's definitely boomer bust. I do think that this might be a boom week for him, but you can't tell me he's that... been boom, boom, boom. Besides last week, man, he was a number one receiver for a minute there. But Jameson Crowder was really great when he was healthy, so that will be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, yeah, Arizona. Arizona is. Yeah, I don't know what to make of apart. Arizona. If I'm, if I'm lucky, the Jets play the game of their life and shut down Arizona. They lost to two bad teams in a row. Um, but I, you, you got to think this is a get right game for Arizona, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that. I think I think the Jets played the, their game of the season last week against Denver and still lost. Yeah, but yeah, you got to think that even even if they're losing that game, they lose that game. They're still going to be in contention. They're going to put up a little bit of points. And Jameson Crowder is the clear. Yeah, number one. He's the Terry McLaurin of that he, team. He might be like at any squad the clearest number one. Yeah, maybe McLaurin. You're right. Yeah, that, I would. Or I, DJ Chark or somewhere around there. Even DJ Chark still has Keelan Cole though, and a few other you know. A few oh, other the, guys. the cap in Colorado. Uh, 
They got that weird name. Mike, Mike has them. Oh, LaVisca Chanel. Yeah. Yeah. Great naming. One thing I'm looking at Matt K's team, I think OBJ has a huge regression this week against arguably the best defense in the NFL in Indy. So who's killing it though right now is Mike Davis. But Mostert's back, so it's just going to be interesting. It's, yeah, this is another coin flip game. You know, I'm like quarterback goes to uh, Matt K, running back to Mormon Matt, receivers to Matt K, tight end to Mormon Matt. I'm going to go ahead and do Flex it. Flex is a wash. Defense is a wash. I'm putting on the uh, BYU um, BYU uh, mascot helmet. I'm going with uh, Mormon Matt. Yes. I think I'm going to go with Matt K just based off the strength of the quarterback matchup because I think I think really everything's a wash. But I think Josh Allen's going to put up like was crazy I to Teddy's to Teddy's fifteen. There's, there's a world where I could see Teddy putting up more, but I mean it's fair. It's fine. I understand it's definitely the better quarterback. It, it is Tennessee, which is a good defense. But I yeah, still, I mean. Uh, Josh Allen, probably number two in MVP voting right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip around that Cougar hat. Let's roll. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, def- definitely. That, that is arguably the game of the week because I think Scott has a lot of advantages over me. Uh, I think this is about as even as it gets, man. Right. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we'll go to fucking Fuckman against uh, Mike Carrier. Win probability, a dead even 50%. I, I, I've been saying this since the beginning of the week. This is Mike's best chance to win so far. And I've been saying this for a long time. My two favorite names, Super Predators and Fucking Fuckman. Great names, <laughs> the best names. Both well-thought-out, creative names. Uh, Vinny but- just replaced the first half of both of his first and last names <laughs> with fuck. It's <laughs> Well, yeah, pretty much, and I love it. I don't know if Michael Carrier's Super Predator is like a Hillary Clinton reference. No, it's from or... uh, it's from the debates when um when he called uh, Trump a Super Predator, oh, something okay, like okay, that. Okay. I believe it, something along those lines. It was from the debates, so I thought it was hilarious. You know, I hate to say it as much as I would love to pick Mike in this game, and I do hope he wins because Vinny's three and one. I want to eliminate my competition. Super, there's, I, I mean, does, I, I gotta go with Mike, Vinny. Does Mike win this game? I mean, he is a contention contention with the projections, but Jimmy Graham went off. I mean, shit, he got third leg Greg fucking um, going tight end, and that motherfucker's dick is cut in half. There ain't no third leg there anymore. This Mike's team is just a wasteland. Eckler on IR and Ceh, which he was so cocky about. He tried to trade me Ceh. For DK Metcalf and George Kittle. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. That was a serious trade proposal. There's not a single... Are you kidding me? He showed, you, he showed me the trade proposals that you fucking sent him. Well, okay. <laughs> you tried to fucking offer him a goddamn thing of ramen noodles. Not even chicken flavored. George's face... Shrimp flavored. Shrimp, shrimp flavor. George's face looks like a fucking like a grape tomato right now. And TJ's shrimp tried, flavor. TJ's trying to say shrimp. The difference is, is I knew those were rapes. Uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't give DK for Ceh, nor would I give Kittle for Ceh because he's not that good, bro. Mike also did try to bet me fifty dollars that Ceh would be top ten fantasy running back by the end of not the year. Not looking good. I, I, top I chickened out. Yeah, because you're a little bitch. I'm a little bitch. Oh man, I just feel like um, I'm, I'm doing a podcast at uh, you know an opponent's um, arena right now with TJ screaming in my ear. Yeah, we've also had to delete accidentally accidentally delete 15 minutes of the pod due to excessive background noise. And this version is not better. You mean Tony's incompetence? Yeah, whatever. Um, so looking at this game, I he, he, I gotta go, Vinny. On paper, you got a chance. I, what sucks too, Watson was always great at fantasy, especially last year. Just that team is crumbling. Maybe you know they fired the fucking coach. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so this is something that I will say on. Uh, I shouldn't say this on the air, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, I hope I hope he doesn't listen to it. 
But uh, Vinny is starting a guy named Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick went I, off. I, last I, week I have though. never heard of he Tim went Patrick. Off last week, dude. I have never. I watched that game. He, dude, Tim Patrick went off. But yeah, that's like a, I've never heard of Tim. Patrick. He appears to be a black man. You could have like, fooled me. Like he literally celebrates. Could have been Scandinavian. Like he, like he wears a skirt while doing fucking his Saint. Is Patrick he Iraqi? Thing. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. He's Iraqi. Iraqi Christian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I still got to go with Vinny, even with the addition of, of Tim Patrick. Do you know what Vinny does, though, that is you know that what? is a really bad fantasy strategy is he point chases? Of course he does. I'm going to say fuck Vinny. I'm going super predator. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Vinny lose. He's 3-1. and one, You know, he's only a one one win behind me. There's a chance we could be tied after this I just got to see Mike fucking get up off the floor. He's hit rock bottom. I mean, the man's got – he's got to be sleeping in like a bed full of – uh, bush lattes. Yeah, bush lattes. <laughs> it's got to be that with like fucking flies coming out of it and just looking like Jow of the Hut and just Taco Bell wrappers everywhere. It's, it's got to be a mess. You know, the thing is, Tony, is that me and you really just live and die off fantasy. And if and if we lose in fantasy, we are just to have an awful week. Well, the like, I don't know that everyone else no, is like that. Know, Mike my, has a wife and two kids. beautiful kids and like you know a, a <laughs> yeah. life going on. And yeah, I don't think he just wallows in a in a bed of bush lattes because he's zero and four in the fantasy. I'm league. sitting there at home on my computer, like watch and just listen. And I'll hear something that's like that'll jog up like an idea for like a <laughs> drop for the podcast. That and I, delivering packages is all I live for. Yeah, I mean, I've spent a solid two hours on the toilet in the morning before just looking and exploring and point comparing. And was your shit over about probably an hour and a half before that? Yeah. You were just still stuck on it. You, you probably tried to get up and fell straight to the ground. Your feet, your legs were numb. I would just, I'm, a, I'm the master of the stinker tinker. Every morning, check the stocks. Read every fantasy website available, even if it's a, if it's a Wednesday and the shit's the same as it was on Monday. You check the hub, though. The hub? No, I don't need to check the hub. I got all my favorites saved. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't be a shit jerker. It's not. It's not healthy. Yeah, it's not. No, Mike. it's it's like a Mike. It's, it's like an auto blumpkin. This is why like dads take like two hours shits, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote. Uh, all right, final game. We got there is a reverence against dirty dicking. Um, I mean, I don't think we all know where we're gonna sit with this one. Tyler actually was projected fifty six to begin the week. He got nine out of Allen Robinson, five out of Gronk, so he's now up to a solid sixty nine point two. Tony, you are not the biggest win probability. That would be John at sixty-eight percent. Well, I mean, Tyler's just offering absolutely nothing. He's got a bunch of, he's got Carlos Hyde starting, bro. Frank Gore starting, bro. Oh, Allen Robinson, Gronk. This Who's is his best player, Allen Robinson, at this point. I mean, shit. I feel bad for him. Yeah, Ayuk maybe. Ugh. Well, we're going. But not if Debo's back. Oh my God, Tyler. Are we going, John? We're going. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to ask. Oh uh, Jesus. All right, well, that's our predictions, boys. Hopefully we got them right. Me and Tony are dead even right now with our predictions. We skipped last week because we did an emergency Sunday pod. Yep, um, but I do – well, I mean, there's a, there's a shot. We're, we're differing in three this week, so we'll definitely have a different score next week. So, so yep. somebody be the uh, front runner here. Yep, yep. All right, boys. I'll bring us to our final segment of the week, and, of course, that is the all-famous power rankings. Let's do power bottoms this time, though. Yeah, you want to start from the bottom? Up. All right, I like it. Starting from the bottom, Tony, I'm looking at our rankings, and me and you both have the same number 12. Uh, unless they happen to be power bottoms. What's a power bottom? Right? A power bottom is a bottom that is capable of receiving an enormous amount of power. Actually, Mac, you got it backwards. You see, a power bottom is actually generating all the power by doing most of the work. Well, uh, we've had Mike in number 12, I think, other than Scott after his terrible draft. Yeah. 
We've had Mike in, in number 12 every week. And there's a new number 12. There's a new power bottom. It's fitting. It's probably most questionably homosexual one in the group. Definitely the most sexually active one in the group. Definitely the one that will put in any hole. The dirtiest dick, that's for sure. The drittiest one as well. Dr dritty dicking, dirty dicking. You know who we're talking about. It's Tyler Garrett. Tyler Dirty Ass Garrett. The man's got two guns tattooed on his back crossing each other. It looks like Yosemite Sam in the back. There. One could argue they make an arrow straight down to the butt. One would argue that someone would call the police and say, that's gang tattoos. <laughs> uh, number 11, we got Mike. Uh, you no know, surprise there. Mike, probably the only person in the league that would be happy to be at number 11. Um, I can't wait for this matchup, Tyler and Mike. And this should, we should, everybody should have to bet and pick aside 20 bucks and just throw a fucking pot in there. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be that's, real. A, that's the real game of the year. <laughs> yeah, really. That's the cellar-dweller brawl. You know what's awesome? What I'm really looking forward to is I got Mike and Tyler the next two weeks. Oh, there you go. You might as well just not even start a flex or a defense or a kicker. I mean, at that point. Yeah, I could start to get really cocky. Put your kicker. If, if I win this, if I win, <laughs> if, I, if I win this week, I might start to do some just wild shit against Mike and Tyler. Start your freshman, like I said, NCAA fourteen. Just well, get your let's team. be real. I'm a master tinkerer. We know I'm never going to do that. Oh, I know, but you'll still win with your studs, so you'll be fine. Um, next up at position ten, I got Fergie. I have TJ. <laughs> a little silly, but uh, I'm not, not arguing. Here's my reasoning. I, he's had an easy schedule throughout. Now he's starting to play the big boys. <coughs> um, he's bottom seller dweller when points four. I mean, what are we going to do here? Points, um, points against, he's gotten really lucky. I think he's played a cumulative of 100 points. I mean, this is just walkaway wins for him so far. <laughs> so I completely disagree with your ranking <laughs> of TJ. I just have to do it after he ruined our last segment. We're, putting him at a, we're going to put him in a solid... I definitely disagree with that. Obviously, I think we all know he's had injuries. I mean, we've all had injuries, but he's his, his team is based around the Packers, and they've had this. You know, they have a bye this week. They had injuries last week. Um, next up I, at number nine, I got you, Tony. I don't want you to take it personally because I really think anywhere from six to ten, I think it's I, you could convince me that any of those is the best, and any of them is the worst. I'll take it just from the record standpoint. Um, I have Aaron right there, actually. Yeah, I mean that's not ridiculous. Like I said, I think that the whole six to ten. We're getting into a crowded a crowded room here in a second. Um, I got I got Vinny at number eight, which you just had me at um, number nine there. But I have myself at eight, which I think I'm on the upswing. I fucking hope. Um, but I I had myself ranked higher in the prior weeks, and I'm starting to kind of centralize here, get an idea of where I'm at. But I'd like to be in this middle tier here, try to like fight for a wild card. Yeah, sense. I mean, so for me, the way I see it is I think there's five teams at the top, and then I think from six to ten is a mishmash. And what sucks is, you know, there's only one playoff spot going to come out of six to ten. Right. Um, so I – and then I, I have Aaron at seven. I have uh, Vinny. So if you look at our seven to nine ranking, that's really just a matchup between – mashup between the three. Yeah. And then at six, right now I have John. I really like John's team. I think we probably underrated him a bit in past weeks just due to his incompetence. Um, I have, I'm have i right there with you, but once again, auto-draft special, of course. Yeah, that's true. It was an auto-draft team. John, yeah, auto-draft. Yeah. Uh, John, it's, it sucks that he has a good team because really, you know, Mormon Matt, you can't fault him, obviously. He wasn't in the league, but John was in the league, just didn't give a fuck, auto-drafted. And now there's people who really try, like, you know, maybe you or, you know, or Vinny or somebody who's who's, sucks who's going to get bounced out of the league by somebody who just didn't feel like drafting. It just sucks. It's just how it is, though. I mean, fantasy is kind of luck for the draw. There is skill, definitely skill involved, but, like, you can hit, like, hot names, go do auto-draft and get the right guys. It's, it's all possible. I don't think by any means John will win the league, but I can see him sneaking into the playoffs, stealing a spot. And I'll tell you what, if I if I came in seventh and John came in sixth, I'd be pissed. John could win this, and he wouldn't even know. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, so from, from six to 10, I got John, Aaron, Vinny, Tony, Fergie. You got John, Vinny, Tony, Aaron, TJ, which is maybe a little silly. This is, yeah, this is kind of a playoff. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a big mismatch, yep. but going up to the top five, I think that's where there's a big sort of jump. These are solidified teams really, in my opinion. Uh, number five, I have TJ. Um, I have him way down. Way low. <laughs> Number nine. But, you put a lot of personal feelings into these power rankings. Which is insane because I have Matt K there who I have a vendetta against as well. Um, <laughs> but you do have him. At, you have Matt K at five, and then you have Fergie at four. Fergie just put up points. I'm looking at facts. I'm looking at stats. I'm looking at points for, points against. Fergie's had great showings. He's like the bell of the ball. You know? If he was a dog, he would place. He would show. And uh, it's showing right now. I have him at uh, number, uh, number four. Um, I, at number four, I have Scott. Um, I had him higher, but, you know, two losses in a row. What are you going to do? Are you, you know? Yeah, Michael Thomas is out, but Christian McCaffrey's out too, and I'm 4-0. So. Four, tough, tough turkey, Scott. <laughs> number four, best in show, Fergie. If he was a dog, but he doesn't have any hair, so he's like a naked cat, like a Siamese cat or something. Uh, number three, I got Matt K. Number three, I got Scott. Scott, he's rising up. Scott, just he's texting me in the side waiting for, what am I mean, number one, boy? He takes this really seriously. Yeah, I had Scott number one, uh, like, I think, two weeks ago. But, you know, like the I word, said, you lose two in a row, man, you're going to drop. But here with Scott, though, he's gotten a lot better even in the loss. Dick Chubb out, upgrade, kicker, <laughs> kicker, uh, hunt. Um, number two, I got Mormon Matt. Number two, I got George. And number one, I got myself. Mormon Matt at one for myself. So it's a little mismatch. I mean, yeah, I, I think right now Mormon Matt's team is better than mine, but I think as I get CMC back, that might change. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also the only 4 0 team in the league. So yeah, that's, that's really yeah. why I put myself first. UCF can be undefeated. They're not going to be ranked number one, even with a two loss Alabama. So it don't mean shit to me. Well, I beat uh, I beat TJ and I beat you, bud. So uh, I don't Look know where I'm at. I'm, I'm right here. I'm cellar dwelling. <laughs> well, according to your ranking, so is TJ at number ten. <laughs> so there, there's that's my the point. Most, that's the most disrespectful <laughs> ranking of the year by far. No, no, no. That he said I have a better team than him, and he still puts himself <laughs> up at number one. No, I don't. No, he he, he did put you did put yourself over TJ though. Well, his team sucks. <laughs> it's not his team sucks. It's the management sucks. Like. He's got it's like it's like Jason Garrett and the Cowboys over here. It's horrible, dude. I do have to say, T, T, I, I do have to I'm say doing that a lot with a little. You're trade raping. I do have to say I'm that the TJ TJ is definitely had some of the worst management. I would say of any team this year. Clearly a, a good team, but he's but he's fuck in the world. but he's definitely managed his team very poorly. And with that, boys. We're going to get out of here. Clearly, shit's about to go crazy as soon as we stop this pod. TJ's screaming. Tony's going to fight him. I'm literally with the most incompetent. All right, boys. And on that, boys are back. Butt stuff's back. I'm 4-0. Peace out, bitches. I'm 1-3. Stands. You're literally the dumbest fucking...